What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 167. Hopefully this one will be uh, a short and sweet one. including only the relevant information so make sure you're listening to this one at speed you're comfortable at buckle up fasten your seat belts and let's get started all right so it is it was kind of a mild positive day for the markets today nifty closed a uh, reasonably positive 67.5 points up at 8992 so still below that 9k mark uh but very close it's 0.76% up and the best performers for the day were the mid caps and the small caps and this is possibly because the second fiscal package that is expected by the finance ministry is uh, rumored to be aimed towards uh, you know the smaller companies and such so that is possibly why uh, we're seeing these mid caps and small caps performing relatively well and uh, the large caps are of course slightly lagging behind <clears throat> now there there are a lot of news pieces today as well so that's something to keep in mind now sectoral indices we are looking at media being the best performer not quite sure why uh, aviation might actually have an impact tomorrow it might actually end up falling tomorrow i believe indigo was down today quite a lot but aviation might fall uh, tomorrow reason being uh dgca has said that everyone who had booked tickets during the lockdown they need to be refunded so airlines are going to have to manage all that cash flow which might be an issue and uh, that is what we are seeing on the indices front again not a lot to talk about here because this is all very easily obtainable information if you are wondering how i'm getting it yesterday's episode will walk you through every single little detail that there is to know about it i'll only really try to focus on some of the more relevant stuff uh, relevant things and so on now ibel housing finance a really good day today and appears like uh, it, it appears that there was uh, a large deal happening yesterday uh, related to ibel housing finance so that's something to consider <coughs> now uh, usd inr actually it opened with quite a gap up and we are seeing it at 76.84 right now which is a massive massive a uh, price jump from where it was at yesterday and i think this is an all time high for usd inr as well and uh, the neighbors dogs are barking really really annoyingly uh but i'm not quite sure what will happen of this now uh fundamentally speaking uh you know these these exchange rates are largely dictated by inflation also and uh, because of the fiscal stimulus and because of all the stimulus packages uh it's it's kind of expected that india's inflation might also go up from what it would have normally been had that stimulus package not been given similarly us's inflation might see a similar thing so uh it depends to what degree things happen now in the world economic forum's report or imf's report or something not quite sure which one but they had mentioned that while all the other economies are expected to uh shrink by a few percentage by a few percentage possibly like one or two some in some cases even 5% uh 
uh, India's economy is actually expected to grow by like one or 1.9 percent or something, which is, uh, you know, a massive uh, difference from the other economies, and that might actually uh, be one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we are seeing this happening. Because of course, when your economy is growing, your inflation might be higher. When your inflation is higher, the exchange rates might not be as favorable for you. And uh, that's what we are seeing here, and that is what one must consider. And given that this is such a large gap, it's obviously just a matter of time, pretty much, that that it might actually fill this in. Uh, but the general tone that we are seeing with the FX market, USD INR specifically, is very uh, bullish for USD INR, and that means that INR is depreciating uh, day by day, pretty much. Now, oil, there is also quite some, uh, you know, very interesting piece of news that I found today. And according to oilprice.com, which is the source that I use, this is yesterday's news, but then came it slightly later. So it turns out that a few, uh, supposedly a few pirates have boarded an important oil ship, oil tanker, and they've, they've pretty much, uh, you know, taken control of it, as far as I remember. And that might, uh, that might obviously have somewhat of an impact on the oil prices but then that is an that is known to be a relatively risky route so that's something uh, that that's very interesting that i found in oil now oil prices are relatively where they were yesterday so not 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 nothing too exciting on that front but uh, that is what those markets are saying now i think tcs has their results soon uh, q4 earnings so now is really the time where you should be looking at which earnings there are and i'll try to include a separate segment towards the end of this episode where i'll try to you know list out a few earnings that are there in the coming few days now as far as the global markets are concerned we are looking at an all negative start at the start of the day and nifty was negative as well at that time if i remember correctly and now as the day progressed we are seeing more and more indices turning positive and while asia is still relatively uh, you know in the red we are seeing uh, european markets being in the green right now and uh, us markets i don't think they've opened yet because it still says april 15th here but asia has closed negative more negative than uh, you know european markets anyway and there's there's like a few handful of few, handful and indices were in the green, but then most of them are in the red. And Europe is in the green, so uh, that is something to consider. Now, once again, it really depends how SGX Nifty specifically is doing tomorrow, along with a few other in the indices like Nasdaq, of course, which will really dictate how the markets are going to open tomorrow. Whether it's going to be a gap up, whether it's going to be a gap down, and so on. So. That is it as far as the uh, as as far as the snapshot is concerned. Let's move to the analysis. Right. So Nifty started off with a gap down opening, and then it filled in that gap very very quickly, and uh, it was right around that 8800 level where it opened, and then from there it took very decent support, and then it just pretty much went up in a linear fashion. Of course, there were several retests of the of its resistance levels, like the previous close, like the pivot point, the moving average resistances, and so on. But then, the general tone appears to be uh, slightly positive. But then, of course, it was unable to sustain above 9,000 levels. So it, it looks like it's mixed. It's 
it's comfortable around 9000 but it's not really comfortable above 9000 is the feeling that one gets when they are looking at the chart today uh day before yesterday's resistance levels and you know levels where day, day before yesterday the prices were sort of slowing down those levels are also important today and that's actually uh, something not a lot of people seem to be doing they just check what yesterday's levels were and so on but then when you have the past weeks or so's uh, data like chart data on the screen you can make out very easily where the prices are really slowing down and where they're trying to turn up where they're trying to turn back and so on in fact it's it's possibly the easiest way to understand which levels are really uh, you know acting as hurdles for the uh, the security whether it's a stock or whether it's an index and which levels are actually acting as supports and so on so it really helps you understand and get a better feel and get a better idea of how things work now the gap was not filled yesterday i had spoken about how gap filling is likely down to 8750 levels if the mood is positive if the mood is negative that was not the case because the market sort of uh, not the market the index halted at 8800 approximately it was 8821 specifically but r right around 8800 is where it sort of took very good support and uh, that is not really a level that we that we can find uh, at first glance it's probably just that psychological level which was uh, coming into play here and it was just above the 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 s1 support zone so if there's any other level i'm not sure on my screen this is what i am seeing uh, if it continues to be positive then i think that approximately 9100 to 9150 uh, should be the kind of price level that one could eye where they where you know the index might face some resistance the level after that is possibly going to be 9200 and 9250 so that range so it's either 9100 to 9150 if it breaches that the 9200 to 9250 uh, is the level that we should be looking at on the positive side on the negative side the very first level that i'd be looking at is 98925 because that is where the previous close was of yesterday and it always uh, you know has some impact on the prices the level after that i'm looking at is today's open and today's close of course very important and the one after that 8750 uh, the one that i had mentioned yesterday and the one after that is 8640 or so which is where the moving average is right now the rsi does appear to be above 40 which is a good sign it's still below 50 and according to some people according to some books any rsi which is below 40 is more of a, a you know a more of a bearish mood any rsi which is above 50 is more of a bullish mood now it can't really be equated to bullish and bearish that easily but then it does give you an idea of just how much activity there is going on and how much you know uh, well strength there is in the market and momentum there is in the market so that's that's uh, you know an interesting indicator to use sometimes especially when uh, you know you aren't really sure if a if a uh, if a sort of move has momentum and if a move can sustain it speaking of sustaining moves volume can also be a very good indicator and the volume the positive volume the bullish volume was lower for uh, nifty than the bearish volume yesterday bearish volume was quite high which which either means that you know the bears are sort of moving out of the market and the bulls are planning on coming in slowly 
or it can mean that it was just a, t- a temporary one-time thing. So it really depends if tomorrow's positive volume, if tomorrow's bullish volume, buying volume is more than today's buying volume, then it's probably a good sign. It shows that more and more buyers are coming into the picture. Uh, but I think realistically speaking, the market might just wait till that fiscal stimulus announcement is done. And uh, coming to that, I'm looking at Bank Nifty very similarly placed on the intraday chart. Except, of course, Bank Nifty tends to be slightly more positive in the extent of its moves. So it's at 19,400 right now. On the daily chart, it is resting at the 13 moving average, as we spoke about yesterday. And it's right at day before yesterday's resistance. Now, the next level that I'll be eyeing for Bank Nifty is 19,800, if it's going to be a very nice positive day. If it's not going to be a very nice positive day, then I'm probably looking at 18,700. So that's a very uh, broad-ish range. Then those uh, levels within those ranges will really be, uh, you know, visible on the uh, intraday chart. So I'm looking at the 10-minute chart. You can look at that as well, and you'll understand where there are dips and where there are slow slowing down of prices and so on, consolidation areas and so on. So that's something that you can look at. And now. Let's move to my trades. All right, so my trade for the day was longing HDFC, not HDFC Bank, HDFC. And the basis for this trade was that it was taking support, good support. And you can see that on the very first intraday candle itself, it took support right around a gap. It also took support at lower levels because we can see that the wick is very, very long on the lower side and from there it was rising up. So I longed HDFC equity, not the future. The future is damn expensive. Uh, But there were a few moments, a few instances where the price was just falling like a falling knife. And, you know, at that time, you're, you're always thinking that, man, I should really consider exiting. What if my stop loss gets hit and so on? Uh, But then this is very normal, as I would later find out even more for HDFC, that it tries to give you very fake signals like fake outs and such. So I held on to it and then I exited at approximately a 10 to 12 percent ROI on that. I could have held on to it further. It would have given me literally 2x the amount that I got. But then my motive was not really just chasing money blindly because It has happened several times in the past that my entire gains have been wiped out completely because I become too greedy. And I'm glad that I did not do that because while it did climb very nicely, had I trailed using a moving average right around uh, three o'clock or so, it fell so sharply that pretty much half of my gains would have been wiped out anyway. So sometimes you really need to have your goals and your daily targets very clear once my target was hit i exited it of course it does uh, make you think about hey what if i had held it for a later uh, till a later time but then uh, that's just how these things work one in hand is worth two in the bush and i've experienced <laughs> both sides of it so i can tell on the daily chart hdfc i'm just looking at it just for additional context and we can see that it just did not want to fill in that gap Uh, that was there from 8th April to 9th April. So you can see that gap. And then it probably did not want to fill in that gap, which is why we saw it, uh, you know, just staying above that. And now it is 
above the 13 moving average, which is a positive sign. It is also above the 61.8% uh, Fib level. One more positive sign. But <laughs> a negative sign here is that it took resistance from its 50 retracement. So 50 Fib retracement is at 1661, which is where it took resistance from. And the, 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 the high of the day is 1663. So you can understand just how close it was to that resistance which means that higher levels were rejected today whether higher levels will be rejected tomorrow or not that is a different thing completely on the intraday chart we can see that 50 ma support is there it's it's very much there and and it's very strong but then uh, tomorrow it really depends on what actually happens overnight whether we see some more rumors and some more uh, you know expectations around the fiscal stimulus package and so on so that's my take on that and of course uh, yesterday there were a lot of news pieces about small finance banks and microfinance companies and so on facing a lot of pressure because of withdrawals and so on so uh, if if you know a similar thing is going to be faced by normal banks our private banks and our public banks then we could expect uh, you know the banks to obviously crumble not really applicable to HDFC directly, but HDFC Bank definitely, yes, it is applicable. So that uh, that was my trade for the day. My lesson for the day related to HDFC's trade is that it's better to be patient. As I said, HDFC gave a lot of fake outs. I was below cost several times during the day. Uh, over the course of the day, and I was not getting as much profit as I was once getting, you know like literally 10 minutes ago uh, but then I thought that okay let's see it will probably try attempt going down but then the general uh, direction of it appears to be uh, you know ahead it appears to be positive which is why I held on to it and when I felt that all right you know I'm getting a reasonable amount of uh, return I'll exit it so that you know you don't have that uh, sort of tension or stress at the back of your mind you don't have to worry about what will happen if the price goes up or down or what will happen so once you're getting once you're hitting that target you are out of the market and you're happy so that's my lesson for the day and uh, yeah i hope you found this helpful and informative happy trading tomorrow see you in the next one